this week on the BAMFCAST. D-Tag! One star, Dunin. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 177. Yep, that was very regal. That was 177. Nope. That was more than 177 deserves, but sure. yeah. there we go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do every each and every week of this animation month. Animation. Animation, animation month. Animation. We go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad animated movie. Mm. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. And then they get ratings. Good, bad movies. Enjoyable, bad movies. Get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yeah. And the bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Man. So... After suffering some of the dregs of animated society, uh-huh. uh, culminating in last week's food fight, mm-hmm. which, yeah, yeah, we decided, hey, time to switch it up. We opened the doors. We said, all right, we're going to do an anime. Mm. Bring it on. What's what's the one to watch? What's in our wheelhouse as far as anime goes? And we got an extensive list breaking down many, 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 many movies. From listeners, Scott and Yens. Yes. And uh, I think the clear winner kind of was uh, 2004's Appleseed. Appleseed. Uh, so that's what Appleseed. we watched. Appleseed. Yeah. Appleseed. Appleseed. Seeds of apples. So quick plot summary, and then we Johnny will talk more about... Robot Seed. Johnny Robot Seed. In a utopian society created at the end of the Third World War, a female warrior who has been plucked from the Badlands begins to see cracks in this new facade. And what does this community have planned for the rest of humankind? Hmm? Question. Question. <laughs> Destruction. I know what they have planned. D tank. D tank. D tank. D tank. So, <laughs> if you've ever seen an anime, most animes, this is one of them. <laughs> it is that. Yep. There is a tendency, at least in the dubbing <laughs> dubbed versions, for characters to say each other's names an excessive amount of times. Dune. If you've ever watched the classic Akira. 90% of that movie is the two characters yelling, Tatsuma! Kaneda! Tatsuma! Kaneda! And that's this movie in a nutshell. Briarios! They <laughs> tell me! The main, we now Dune. know the main characters' names so well because we've heard them said about 100 times each Rio de in the last 90 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Dunin. So, Dunin. so Dunin. if you hear us saying things like this over and over, it's because... That's all we've heard for the last mm-hmm. 101 minutes, actually, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we heard that and... Uh, D-Tank! D-Tank! <laughs> Whenever yeah, D-Tank got mentioned... Yeah, that became the... <laughs> that became a rallying cry. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie. It's completely computer-generated, so a little bit different than a lot of traditional anime, mm-hmm. where a lot of time and care is put into it. I mean, not, not that there wasn't via computer well, animation. I mean, I'm just no, saying, yeah. yeah. There's some detailed shit yeah. in this. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. that's really... Bad. It looks really good. There's something that I, I kind of want to point out that I noticed throughout this movie is that the main characters, there was a ton of time and attention to detail on those main characters. Yes. Everybody else was just fucking random shitty drawing of something. Sure. Yeah. And like it's kind of some weird. of the other details of like there was what eight counselors, the, the elder council, the elders. like when they were kind of in the background, like their hair was like super shitty and stuff like yeah, that. I mean, just sure. like little things like, Oh, it's in the background. Don't worry about it. But 
you know, Doonan, as we're going to hear her, hear her name a whole lot of times, <laughs> a lot of attention was put on her and Hitomi and Briarios, Briarios. And all, all of the main characters of this movie. And the everything, everything weapon was also extremely detailed. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, like a lot of anime, a lot of time and attention to detail was put into most of this movie. I'm mean, just saying it's it's completely computer generated, unlike traditional anime. Mm-hmm. With we, but it still we, looks like anime. Like aside from the way the movements work, yeah. I mean, yeah. the characters when you see a still frame, it looks like. Yeah, you might not know that yeah. it was, but yeah, yeah. So that's technical stuff aside. Now mm-hmm. we'll try to talk about the plot. Okay, we'll try D-tank. to okay. concisely talk about the plot because the other thing this movie does is exposition dump no less than twenty times, at least. It, like it, one of my notes for this movie is blah 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 blah. Well, blah. it said wow more exposition, and then the other one said six scenes in a row of exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now now the problem is not that it's. I mean, a lot of it is there's some of it that's just technical babble does doesn't mean a thing that mm-hmm. they will just go into it and be like ah it's a harmonious blah 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 that keeps the car flow blah 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 it doesn't matter you know I mean it's the quantum flux capacitors and all that stuff yeah a lot of that doesn't matter yeah. the basic plot not that hard to follow did not need as much exposition as this movie had no glowing thing doesn't like other thing these people don't like glowing thing well it, shoot a little thing. bit more than that I, no i know but i mean it's real simple i yeah. mean you don't need all that dialogue when you can really boil it down yeah. to basically the robot jocks two bees versus the humans sure yes more or less because <laughs> certain people are clones and they're called bio what is it bionoids bionoids yeah yeah, yeah. and they're they can't breed but they keep making more of them. Well, and they and also the real human people like just want them gone. Yeah, they also have some way of life extension. I guess they go and get refilled up with DNA and continue. <laughs> yeah, they can recharge only, the battery they only live yeah. for so long. Yeah, right. You got to plug them in. So it's like your 3ds. If you leave it running, it's that shit burns out. Totally quick. done. Yeah, but yes, you got to plug it in. It's, your, like it's your standard kind of sort of anime setting, post-apocalyptic world, you know, war everywhere, giant robots, all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. then there's this one utopian city that Eden. Eden. I know it. Olympus. Olympus. What was Eden then? Was Eden the city that they fucked mom. up? I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Most of them were like Roman god type things. I mean, they had or Greek gods. We had Olympus here. But anyway. I'll wiki it while you guys continue to okay. talk about it. But Please yeah, do. so there's this one city, and it's the place where humans and these bio bionoids or whatever they were, dionards or something. Bionoids. Bio bionards. <laughs> yes. Bios don't have nards. <laughs> They do. Bios, Bios have nards. <laughs> Biographical nards. Bioflavonoids. Sure. They all live kind of in harmony in this one little utopian place. And, With peoples. And they they find this girl out in the wasteland who is kind of the key to everything. That's not really... Out of all the things they explain, they don't really explain why they were looking for her. Or they how, or yeah, her they're later. looking for, for super soldiers. For warriors. People who kick ass. Sure. But I'm just saying, they, they don't really hover on that. Like, she ends no. up being the key to everything, and it's just right. sort of like, eh, we, we found you, and... Well, they... Yeah. I, they didn't I, know. I think they, were, I think they, they didn't were, know she was the key. Uh, what's her one name? One person uh, knew Athena she was the knew. key. Yeah, and she yeah. was the one who was looking for super mm-hmm. soldiers. But I'm Robot sure. Bunny it's, didn't know. Right. Quick note, it's Bioroids. No, no, no Robot Bunny like, did know. Like, 
biological I android. Um, I'm not sure. Bioroids. 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 I've had bioroids before. Yeah. They hurt. <laughs> they <laughs> do have a cream a, for that. Yeah. I had to sit on a donut for a week. <laughs> what flavor was it? Boston <laughs> cream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're supposed to have a hole in the middle of it, you dumbass. <laughs> That's why I had to sit you on a donut. You sat on a bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy week on YouTube, guys. <laughs> but anyway, uh, comedy so week. like big action scene happens and there's like there's no dialogue for like the first five or so minutes of this movie because great. Yeah. Um they're you know, I thought the dubbing was great. Yeah. <laughs> like girl girl is in a firefight, they you know, some other like a- Android police guys come down and shoot her and just as she's about to be taken away, the supposed good guys come in and also kidnap her, which we're, we're kinda like, uh what? She's yeah. been double kidnapped here. Mm-hmm. They take her back and she meets up with uh, Hitomi, Hitomi, who is one of the one of the bio mm-hmm. <laughs> bioroids, bioroids, and um, she cannot get over how hot Dunan is. Totally, she's like, all over. Cannot it. stop talking about how that hot Dunan is. Now Dunan is a girl. I don't know if I mentioned this, but yeah, Dunan Dunan Newt. Whoa, That's her name. Dunan Newt. Yeah, Newt. 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 Um, but yeah, so Hitomi it keeps making passes at her and yada yada yada, and she's uh, while she's passed out from being knocked out by whatever, she has this little flashback of Briarios, Briarios, who was like the love of her life, Briarios. went off on a scouting mission never to come back. Right, and she Hit wakes up and there's robot bunny guy, and that's Briarios. Robot. Apparently, he was all but dead, and they made turn him into a robot, but for some reason, they gave him rabbit ears. Briarios, why are you wearing that stupid <laughs> rabbit suit? <laughs> I am a rabbit. Yeah. So yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. So we had Row Bunny for the rest of the movie. Row Bunny. Yes. That, so that's a thing. I, <laughs> I, I I can't explain that. Yeah, he is the heavily armed robot that's on the poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So robot rabbit. That's, he's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is where it begins the huge. Huge exposition dump because Hitomi takes her around the city and explains how this is a utopian society. Then they go visit the elder council and they tell you all about how this, this city works and how everything's kept in harmony by Gaia, the computer, the AI that runs it all, and bio nards. I know, bioroids and humans live in peaceful harmony and they, they, they don't have any emotion and they don't have to breed and blah, 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 blah. Life extensions. Just a huge dump of exposition. Giant steaming pile of dump of exposition at yeah, this point yeah. in the movie. Right. Like 20 minutes. Right. So this is the, the six scenes in a row, yes. basically, of... Oh, well, here we're in your, you know, we've got the info dump in your bedroom. Now there's the info <laughs> dump in the lobby, and there's the info dump on right. the elevator, and then the info dump in the car, yeah. which there finally gets interrupted all over the place. Finally, yeah. yes. By sexy ninjas, mm-hmm. sexy robot ninjas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That they, slice they, their car in half. Sexy robot Because they have, they have whips of whatever slice through things. Hot whips yeah. of plus one. Like yes. thing in Johnny Mnemonic. Uh-huh. Plus one whip of cut through things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a big fight where they're trying. I guess they're trying to catch Dunan. Okay, I guess. Well, she's like the key to everything somehow, but I don't know how everybody knows this. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, what I the don't bad, even know the whose side know anybody it. is on. How do they know? That's why because I, they know the bad guy. The bad guys are like the ones who should know the least. I would think. No, the bad guys because like Athena, were there. they got an end. They, yeah, Athena That's right, should the bad know. Guys were there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm bad saying Athena should know because. She was there. Athena yeah. is like the, what do they call her exactly? She's Goddess prime minister. Prime minister of, of 
Eden. This, no, it's not Eden. <laughs> silly walks. Olympus. Olympus of bioflavonoidistan. Yes. <laughs> She's the prime minister, and she was also like the best bioroid creation that that Dunan's mother ever made. Dunan. That's a great sentence Dunan. right there. <laughs> Dr. Gilliam, who we find out later is Dunan's mother, is like the key to everything. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm spoiling early, but I'm saying like, she should be the one who knows everything. Like, yeah. She should be like, yeah, we need a super soldier. Uh, yeah, go get her. Mm-hmm. And secretly, she knows what's going on. Why do the bad guys know anything about her? I don't understand why they're chasing her from the beginning. Whatever. Action has to happen, I guess. Anyway, yes. Sexy robot ninja ladies attack their car. There's a little bit of an action scene and, and Robo, Robunny comes out of nowhere. Yes. Sort of tries Robunny to save him. to the rescue. <laughs> but like misses on purpose. Yes. Well, no, he punches one. Well, he punches one. Like, but yeah, I'm saying, he like, Ricky owes one, but yeah. punched him in the gut and then through the gut. Yeah. Not, not just in the gut, through the gut. But, that's happened, but then there's like, there's literally one shot he's lined up and then like, it's like program goes off Terminator style and you see it and he, yeah. he aims off to the side and misses on purpose. But he had the one where he tore her arm off and, yes. and, and beat her, her with it. Beat her with it. <laughs> she were like, yes. Yeah. I'm glad I sat through 20 minutes of exposition to get to this. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then, then he just kills herself via electric whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those and electric then, whips were and awesome. And then a section of her face lands in front of what's her name and starts to say something and then the apple seed seal cannot be. Yeah. And then blam or something like that. Right. And then that she gets that face slice gets shot, mm-hmm. which I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Why not? Uh, That's what happens. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so sexy ninja ladies with their mm. plus one whips of cutting things apart are dispatched. Mm-hmm. And which... Robo Bunny has a moment and they get away. How's that? That's is that what happened? That's fairly accurate. Yeah. Okay. And this is when they get to uh they meet like the elders and they show them the supercomputer, which they call Gaia. And Does not have Whoopi Goldberg's voice. No. Oh. And mm. they give it some more exposition about everything that Yeah, this was where it became a little painful in the exposition, because I mean they were talking about the great inner workings of this computer and blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And then I think they cut away and they introduce you to the villain, General Uranus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. General Uranus. General butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. And General he, Urine. He has got some guy who's uh, building him a fleet of deadly robots. Yeah. Colonel yeah, Hades. I mean, it's like the, oh, I wonder if this guy's bad scene. Oh, yeah. Colonel like, Hades. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Made, I made some robots and all the. the, the dirty, oh, that guy. Okay. The parts yeah. are not detectable. Mm, I made the robots right. for you. Yeah, it's very good. I like deadly robots. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Good the, job, the, creepy man. <laughs> and they also have you the, with a bullet. They also have the training scene for her where it looks like it's the flashback part of it, but it's her, like, paintballing yeah she's an I, entire yeah. Squad I think it's and, supposed to be like here's some time passing that she's acclimating to living right. in Olympus and becoming yeah one of them but mm-hmm. she does all total badass stuff and then Robo Bunny's like you should really go easy on them and let them win so that they'll like you yeah you should not have D- stop being so good all. yeah yeah it's just <laughs> yeah Robo Robo Bunny is kind of a downer for most of this movie He's yes kind of like uh, yeah, and they like go to the robot locker room and hang out, and, yeah. and she's like, "Stop talking to me like you're a robot!" And then oh. she's like, "Oh shit, you're a robot!" Yeah, she I realizes. guess I put my foot in my mouth. Oh, oh. wait, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and so he robots off. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just like, damn it. Yeah. And then, then they're at a bar, and she has to explain love to the... Oh, yeah, the girl she that likes her is all like, I want to know what love is. They need more, we need more bioroid exposition. Yeah. There was only a little bit of that, so it was yeah. time to get bioroid exposition. Well, that became our other running joke. <laughs> Constantly saying, I want to know what love is. Well, she's like slinking all over the bar, just like, please teach oh, yeah. me about love. And, you know, it's like, Okay. Well, she, but, she's, she's envious because she doesn't understand love. Well, she's I, I envious no because she doesn't have emotions. It's like, well, uh, <laughs> that it, it is envy. Yeah. yeah. Kind of an emotion. What? Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, basically, it's established that the bioroids don't have emotions or and fuck movements. they don't, yes, they don't have sex with one another. That's how they don't breed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way we built it. Well, they can't, like, and they've got Logan's run little bracelets yeah, on to tell them the, when the, they need to go back for a The time extension is the only way they stay alive. They can't right. reproduce. Right. Because that would be Yeah, because terrible. like two scenes later, I mean, she goes off on a joyride with her mech. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dunan does, not Hotomi. <laughs> Dunan. And, she, and she's introduced to this. It's kind of a weird mech design because like the person is... is Completely inside of it, except for their arms. Yeah, their arms are out, so that's like little T Rex arms. In in addition to giant mech arms, I d- I don't know what that, the point was, of the two extra strange, arms. That was a strange design choice. Yeah. Still looked cool. It's, oh, sure, they're, they're but awesome, it's just yeah. weird that your arms are just you know. Yeah, I mean you, they like, are encased in something. It's just sure. not the were they? But, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they were in a little. In, sheets, the whole time I'm thinking, gimmick of I thought she just had like some kind of funky fight suit on, and because I, I was thinking like, okay, badass robot on robot combat going on here, and your little human arms are sticking out. Like, imagine two robots ro- ro- yeah. body slamming each other. And yeah, like, that would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my real yeah. arms. <laughs> they said something about it in the 20 minutes that they talked about the oh, robot. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, not... she she gets to... Oh, she she's going on a training flight in that, and then shit happens. Like, yeah. the bad guy robots... Other robots that, yeah, skate in. They come in and, and basically <laughs> shoot the big, giant uh, government building that houses all of the... Re- the all the, the re-spawn the stuff. Yeah. 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 It's all the respawn stuff that all the bio bioroids need to keep going. Right, all of it in one convenient location. Mm-hmm. Good idea. So yeah, they they torch <laughs> all of it for and, you. Mm-hmm. So the government basically has to go like, um, yeah, hey, all bioroids, um, don't panic, but we can't regenerate you right now. So yeah, but don't panic. You yeah, just hang in there. Just don't Hold revolt on. against and us. And then please. Old, old guy, on old guy, Professor X guy, and his floaty wheelchair comes in and says. <laughs> We have a we have an alternate plan. The, you know the, the plans that uh, the apple seed plans that we had all that we thought were destroyed long ago. Yeah, it turns out they weren't. We're just trying to find them, but that's going to unlock the ability for bioroids to be able to reproduce sexually again. So, yay! Oh now, no! Now we just have to go get this. Yeah, and meanwhile uh-huh. Uranus is freaking out. Yes. Oh yeah, because he's actually in the council room. Like bad guy is there, of course. Yeah. I just want to point out his full name, which is General. Edward Uranus the third because <laughs> he says that at one point when he enters sure. a room hello I am General Edward Uranus the third and it's like all right do you mind if I call you Edward <laughs> I'm just gonna call you sir Ted do you mind if I call you Ted? Eddie baby Eddie baby can you please tell me about your evil plot <laughs> I'm with you yeah yeah but all it does is it plays off as more exposition except in a political thing yeah they do the star wars there's like exposition about the exposition that they exposed earlier expositorily yeah yeah we have big chaotic disaster thing and then it's big hey it goes straight to the senate meeting yeah and and then you get oldie mcolson and the floaty wheelchair talking for even Mm. longer about how we got to get this 
Meanwhile, Hitomi is now outside walking around, and apparently she didn't notice her little flashy bracelet thing was flashing, and she just collapses and yeah. was about to die. So that becomes... She was too br- busy wondering what love is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wanted her to show her. That becomes motivation, motivation of like, I got to go find this apple seed shit because my friend my yes. my my girl crush my girl crush sexy robot lady friend clone. her stalker yeah sure <laughs> stage five clinger as you said <laughs> yep. has fallen god Ill. hitomi is bad yeah so yeah mm. yeah so they go to an oil rig which mm-hmm. in movies good things always happen on oil rigs totally. right real life especially too. abandoned ones yeah, yeah you're not trapped there or anything nope <laughs> but yeah she, and and they give her a uh <laughs> they give her a disc that's basically labeled secret. 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 Except it's spelled well, wrong. It's secret because out. the oil rig was in the sea. It's a sea. Yeah. It's a secret. secret. Oh. Yeah, okay. Man. It's a secret. Yar. <laughs> Yar. Yeah. So that's where Dr. Gilliam was <laughs> out on the secret. What's a pirate's favorite mystery? A secret. Yar. Yes. Comedy uh, week. You too, <laughs> comedy week. <laughs> Lads. Yeah. But they end up on this oil rig, and she puts in the disc, and, you know, they find the computer, run it, and it's time for exposition about why Appleseed exists, how her mom made the serum that whatever the fuck it does. Well, it's because she, she didn't know it was his mom, her mom because she walks in, and they yeah. trigger one of the hologram programs that plays out the entire final scene of her mom, including, mm-hmm. like, her valiantly sacrificing herself. Well, first she gives her daughter... It's like, six-year-old yeah, daughter. This and, little charm bracelet thing that she then hides in a gun yeah and, and here six-year-old take this handgun no 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 she just gives it to she yeah. just gives, gives it, it to the girl. she later hit, hit it later it gets hit okay. in the hand okay. okay. because the gun was given back to her right, later yeah. because right. it was her dad's yeah. or okay. something okay. And, yeah yeah because there's whole there was exposition no. later about how her dad was killed no the the ridiculousness of that was that scientist mother gives the most important thing in the universe to the six-year-old and says this is the most important thing in the universe six-year-olds break everything (laughs) well she gives it to her and then it's like stay here you know bad things probably will happen and then like 15 seconds later when bad things happen the kid wanders out like mom what's going on mom why are you shot but you know in a really like this child is not smart way and you know it's just like oh i've wandered right into the you know thing yeah but somehow she apparently escaped but you know modern day dune has to relive all this by watching this hologram and then breaks down in front of her all of her tough army friends and cries for about none of which console her at all they just kind of stand there like oh like, well, I guess you really are sort of weak. Now, she maybe she'd been nice during the training exercise. They'd be yeah, like, hey, buck like, up, hey. little camper. We'll yeah. get through this together. Mm-hmm. But no. And then, like, one dude turns around and is like, ha-ha, I've betrayed you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. who's that guy? Random yeah. guy. <laughs> Red shirt guy just turns around and suddenly becomes a character. Yeah. He's like, ha-ha, you didn't know it was me, did you? And oh, like, not you, crewman number three. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, <laughs> that one. <laughs> But yeah, then bad troops show up. Yeah. And there's a standoff, a long standoff on the deck of it where they reveal that Robony uh, <laughs> was working for them too the entire time. Against his knowledge or? Sure, maybe. Like they, I, I don't know. They programmed him some kind of backup routine. I, I don't know. I tuned out after the first 45 minutes of them explaining this Well, in it, this one scene. Yeah. It became obvious later because he sort of like confesses to her that like I was going to get them this thing as long as they spared you. Okay. 
But it, at first, it seemed like he was not aware of any of it. Sure. And then he was like, yeah, I, well, I did it Because, yeah, I mean, she's backing up and she's like, I'll never join you. I'm going to jump off this thing. Right. Like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, and he's like, no, no. To, then they're let about me to push sh- you off. Well, they're about to shoot her. <laughs> and then, like, he dives in front of it, gets shot a bunch of times. A bunch of times. They fall 300 stories into the water. But it gives her enough time to shoot the dude. Yeah, the forehead. Yeah, she does yeah, the awesome. dramatic falling back. Not not General Uranus, but like his his Hades. smarmy yeah, was that Colonel, Hades. Colonel Hades. Hades, his smarmy Hades. little assistant guy. Good yeah. guy, Colonel Hades. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is about that Colonel whole scene Hades. is in the beginning, it's kind of presented like, well, you're really working for the bad guys, mm-hmm. but these guys are just so sinister about everything they're doing that it's like, no, no, you. You're the bad guys, right? Because well, like, the, there yeah. is the opportunity for something that where it's like, okay, you actually have a moral dilemma where these guys have, right? Yeah. you know, the these guys are just trying to protect themselves, the other side's, but no, they're just like, no, they're going to replace humans and they're evil and they're the worst and yeah. they've all got to be exterminated and they got to be wiped out if we're going to survive, you know, and it's kind of like, yeah, there's, yeah it's you, very black and white. Yeah. yeah, you're not helping your case any guy. Yeah, because- Basically, what they explain is, look, we've got to kill the, the bioroids because we can't trust them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's humans first, and you're a human, so shouldn't you be on our side? Mm-hmm. A real like, human but being. My, my friend Hitomi, she has the hots for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a real hero. And she's like, I trust them because they I would never my, double cross And us I like trust this. my mom, mm-hmm. blah, blah, yeah. blah. So she dives off. Somehow they miraculously swim to a beach. He dies. They have this long scene where robot dying guy scene. <laughs> it's I mean, it, yeah. it's strange because yeah. like he's coughing and dying and just it's like you're a robot guy. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah. what did he need for his cough? <laughs> you just want to set me up? Is that what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't trying to go there. All right, then. He needed a Robotussin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have anything to throw at you during the movie when you said that. Hey, but that was the best joke I've made all night. <laughs> okay, maybe Comedy second best week joke. on YouTube. Yeah, maybe was, second best joke. It's a good joke. Anyway. But yes. So, and then like miraculously, the I, apparently he had a homing beacon in it. So the second he started yeah. to die, the... Before she could snag his foot for luck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's the other joke. <laughs> that was the other joke. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> Take yeah. my foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Yoshi shows up with the mech. Yeah. He's it's like, like hey, here. Here, I'll work on the robot. You take the mech back and kick some ass. You just go. And like, she's like suiting up and leaving, and he's still like giving her instructions. Like, hey, you need to check the defibrillator on the doodad, and we uh-huh. we torqued it to uh-huh. this. And she's like, uh-huh. okay, I'm yeah. going here. I'm just I'm putting go. this on, and uh-huh. I'm going. Bye. No problems. Yellow. Wee. Yeah, <laughs> this movie. I mean, he is spouting out some ridiculous techno babble. She's like, "Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> this thing's on my face now. I gotta go." <laughs> but she gets back, and then like, then it becomes the crazy plot twist of the movie because she gets oh, okay. back. Well, I'm just saying, she gets back to the council, and she's like, "Hey, I got this stuff and everything. Let's say Fatomi." Mm-hmm. Well, first she takes it straight to Athena because that's what she, yeah. her mother told her to do. Yeah. So she's like, "Great, we'll get right to work on this." Goes back to see Fatomi. And then it's like, all of a sudden she's like, you guys aren't working for, you guys are, you shut down the computer, didn't you? Yeah. She's just like, somehow puts it together where it's like, you evil elder counsel, you're bad too, aren't you? Well, they and just, just decide like, to reveal that yes. they're like, well, we decided that humanity lived long enough. And so yeah, we're going to make how, everyone sterile. Look how perfect the bioroids are. We're yeah. just going to turn off reproductive abilities for humans and let them just die out. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. With the poison from the D-tank. The D-tank. 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 Yeah. D-tank. Apparently they keep the D-tank. 
is what the disease tank because yeah. Yeah. they've apparently got this deadly toxin to humans or not deadly but it's like I said it's going to make us all infertile that's stored in the D tank D tank but everybody has been talking about the D tank the entire time D tank and, <laughs> and now the plan is they're going to unleash these giant mech spiders to come and blow up the D tank D tank that seems like a perfectly reasonable plan to me well, it's <laughs> like Hey, but, but they hit also. Don't sh- come attack the anthrax fa- factory, okay? We're making all this anthrax here. Don't come attack here. Yeah, but okay, cool. Uh, all right, okay. We're keeping the super deadly toxin here. Don't come here. <laughs> also, don't surround it with giant mechs that even just if you stop any, them, that it just fucking anybody can <laughs> turn on and send them against. Mm-hmm. Don't come here. Like, yeah. to the D tank. D tank. D tank. So yeah, so they they go on this on this whole crazy thing of like we were bad the entire time too, right, ha, yeah. ha 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 And Athena storms in and is like no 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 yeah because no, they're about no. to hit the button yeah, and yeah. Athena shuts the button yeah off. she's like why didn't the button work but I turn off the power like we can't stress enough how long they talk about oh those old dudes this. there's yeah. like eight of them and they all get time to talk there's like <laughs> there's one of them. I mean I wish I I had seen a tire because it had to be at least 10 minutes of just them going well <laughs> the only part that kept me interested whenever those old assholes were talking was that one or two of them would always just be wandering the fuck around in his little flying round wheelchair mm-hmm. as he was giving whatever speech and so he would just sort of trail off and yes. it's just like is he saying something important should we be listening to <laughs> that one because he's just fucking around uh, all over the room bioroids are very important because they've never <laughs> and at one ready. point they start synchronized swimming they they, they get up and they they start and do a little square dance. They start going around in a circle like we Mass are going to destroy the earth. Blah blah blah. You know, it's like they were playing musical wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spin your partner round and round. Yeah. So they start doing that spinny shit, and that's when what's Blow her face walks in. in the like, middle of the town. Not so fast, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, this time the giant spider robots have already been unleashed. There are ten of them. Yes, mm-hmm. but but number seven. Yeah, Hotomi, has, has Hotomi a thing stumbles on it. in. She's not dead. Hotomi, who was not dead, <laughs> no, stumbles in. She was nude though. Well, yeah, she and then was she put wearing, on her little she wearing, wearing a little towel thing, <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, I don't know why I know this, but number seven controls all of the other robots. So if you don't blow it up, but you go with a little panel on it, and you type in the password, which is my name, Hotomi, it's going to shut them all down." Dunan, you're yeah. really cute. Yeah, you're totally hot. do it for me, Dunan. Dunan. Yeah. Dune. Dune. Hit me with your bad shot. <laughs> no, I don't know. You're fired away. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, that becomes the it's let's go fight the giant robots scene, which we were like, hooray! Yay! Finally! Shooting. Giant fucking robots fighting giant fucking Yay. robots. Yay! Yay. And it it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's rate it. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I mean, but these are like yeah. skyscraper sized spider robots yeah they disable a couple which crash into other buildings and cause more mass destruction which mm-hmm. i guess is okay yeah but they said they they evacuated the city yeah okay because they're going to get out easy to do but yeah they're, yeah they're like we gotta take out six and eight before we can get to seven yeah like so when they seven know, eight nine yeah they know seven's the one they need yeah but they all leave it alone right so that noonan noonan she noonan noonan <laughs> Dunin. She does some complicated Dunin thing Dunin. to get on the thing, which is like she she her mech suit grabs she it and then thing. the mech suit starts losing grip. So she well, her jumps she out of mech suit somehow. Okay. I think, mech suit maybe. got shot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she launched. She like she opens up the 
suit Iron Man sort of style launches, and out, launches of it. out of it and is now running around on the hood of this yeah. giant spider robot right. finds thing. the hatch and opens it up yeah. And of it's course, it's like little... a James Bond time bomb in there. Where it's mm-hmm. just counting down and a big keyboard to type in the yeah. thing that will disable the bomb. So here's what she gets. She starts typing and shit is blowing up all around her. She types H-I-T-O. And yeah. then she goes to hit M. Doesn't work. M doesn't, doesn't work. work. Nope. M doesn't work. Nope. Keeps hitting M. Mm-hmm. And about this time, Robunny has showed up and he's like, fuck. How about you hurry this up a little bit? <laughs> She's like, type in here. Go yeah. away. <laughs> and he doesn't help anything because he gets shot, starts to fall, and of course she has to save him. Right. So little ninety pound girl is trying to hold up, it's holding giant mech robot guy. bunny, eight foot bunny. Yes. Yeah. She's folding up her robot friend Harvey. Yes. <laughs> and trying to reach the keyboard, and he, you know, yeah. gravity keeps taking over. So she's, you know, doing that. Right. And now, now M works because she's in a dire situation. Right. M works perfectly. But she but can't reach the eye. She can't reach eye. So she asks her mom. Yeah, she asks Ghost Mom, way of the mom, <laughs> to to hit I for her, which I guess she does. Yeah, and enter. And the sequel, <laughs> the, wait, I want to point out the sequel is called Ex Machina, but that's how this one ends because, mm-hmm. well, Ex Ghostina, because like, yeah, I gets hit and like, just as it's like literally about to fire giant fuck all cannon into the D-tank. Yeah, cannons doing the whole shaking and lightning and everything's just, it's about, oh my god, it's well, gonna and fire. All and ten of boom. them have converged yeah. on mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. Yeah, so she hits I and everything shuts down. Now, people in in Olympus don't know how to celebrate because they're all just kind of, they have a good 30 seconds of just kind of sitting in complete silence. Like, yeah. there, there's one cutaway <laughs> where Athena, Atomi, and like two other people are standing in there and they're just like, yeah. There's like, huh? No, oh, good. Huh. Well, I think because the plot was so convoluted at that point, they had no idea if they had won or lost. Oh, <laughs> they were just this like, well, good point. Something stopped. So is that good? Well, they wait didn't want for... it to celebrate too fast. Yeah. yeah, they wanted what's your face to come back and say, "I did it," and then they would be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, the thing you did was the good thing. Okay, oh, yeah. fantastic, good, good, good." We just saw a bunch of broken shit out there. We yeah. weren't real sure. We're not sure point. what happened, but besides, we're bioroids, so you know yeah. we're not sure if all the humans can't fuck anymore or not. <laughs> it doesn't really concern us, to be honest with you. But. Yeah, bioroids. Detang. 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 Yeah. So yeah, they. So yeah, they they win. They, they win. save Detang. Mm-hmm. Yes, they save Detang, and in turn save the humans. Right. The humans are. Robunny's still fine. Yeah. And Tatomi's fine. Yes. And, yeah. Or something, I don't know. Yeah, the world is. Insane. I mean, the city's kind of fucked. It's had like ten yeah. giant spiders walking through it, and buildings falling down and everything. But you, yeah, know. you know, but they know they. At live one point, in they anime, pushed two so. buildings onto one of the spiders. Yeah, <laughs> they were sure. just like, "That'll stop it." Yeah, well, yeah. They did. did make sure to tell us that they were getting all of the people out first, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so that yeah, not like a million people didn't die in those it's, two building crashes. Yeah, it's fine. But there's some. Epilogue type blah blah over the scenes of the city. We'll sure. reveal. We'll be strong. I'll be here to make sure the shit doesn't go down yeah. like this again. I'm doing it. I'm the best. I'm now awesome. everybody can fuck. Well, I'm you gonna know, fuck robots my robot bunny. And, and yeah, Hitomi and we have a robunny Hitomi three way thing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Bust yeah. out the tentacles. We don't know what happens after the credits. Tentacles and fruit. So <laughs> yeah, Yeesh. that's, that's yeah. the end yeah. of the movie. That's, so that's, that's apple seed. seed. Yeah. It's weird. Did that make sense? No. <laughs> no. I think we described it pretty well. No. no, it's no. No. All right. For a movie that spends three fourths of itself explaining itself, mm-hmm. how the fuck did it not make any sense? It made sense. 
It made sense to me. But, I mean, I'm not saying they didn't over-explain I mean, things, but it totally uh, made sense. Eventually, to me. it made sense, but it's like, oh Jesus Christ! You stop paying attention because it's just rambling on and on and on. I totally get it. On, like I said, D tank and then on and on. It and way over-explains itself, but I I get it. Oh, like, I, I get it. I got it. Oh, I'm not saying Do you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, decent soundtrack for an anime movie. I don't think it's the original soundtrack. I think nope. the one we watched is redone for American audiences because I, I, they push this movie pretty hard. Like, and this is, might be the anime that Americans can actually get behind. You know? Yeah, I'm really? saying. Like, yeah, I mean, it's this, accessible. I mean, I mean it's lots not, and lots of people. I mean, yeah. you know, people in the comments are like, I don't know anything about anime, but I've heard of this because yeah, they, they they push this pretty hard back then. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of this. Yeah, and I don't know shit about anime. For, oh. <laughs> I was going to agree with Sorry, you. I, I Dramatic pause. It. I still agree with I had you. heard of Apple Seed. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. Yeah. Aside from I had heard of it. So. <laughs> That's all you knew? Yeah. yeah. So I don't, it's not fair to try to award a Stargrove and no Stargrove because it's not an original There's soundtrack. No way yeah. to know. Can't tell. So how about normal ratings? Hmm. Well. And I don't know if this rating is because of what we've endured through the rest of animation. But I'm going one jocks because those fight scenes are fun. There just needed to be a lot more of them and they needed to be longer and they needed to cut about half the exposition that happens over the course of the movie. Because I'm not exaggerating. It's I think the scale is there's more exposition than anything else in this movie. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And that's bad. That's unfortunately that's like what I always envisioned anime was, was a lot of like big heady concepts and people explaining them and none of it making any sense, even though you've explained it 10,000 times. Like I work with people that you can ask them to do addition or, or, you know, like explain that, ask them to explain addition and they will make you think that addition doesn't work anymore because of how (laughs) they explain it. Huh? Like, like I know I I've, worked with so many people that just like they they're incapable of conveying a thought properly so their their confusion confuses you that's what this feels like is it's like oh no but you don't understand it's like this happens but then there's this and then there's the (laughs) bioroids and then it's the uh, and then the gaia and so i don't understand what did you rate it i'm just kidding (laughs) one jocks okay I was I was joke. I should just keep two comedy week. Come on. I should actually keep explaining for another ten minutes because that's how this movie works. Yeah, but yeah, it's one jocks. It looks. I mean, the animation is really good. It looks really cool. The designs are somewhat generic, but they're still cool looking. And I don't know, Robo Bunny is pretty unique. Eh, Yeah, I guess. Eh. I I sort of wish someone would have asked at some point. So, why'd they make you a bunny? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I mean. If you're going to go with a strange design like that, at least have it pay off at some point. Be like, oh, shit, those are guns. Yeah. Or yeah. knives or whatever. Those dumbass ears turn into yeah. flamethrowers. Yeah. Well, the, on on Dunan's uh, suit, <laughs> Dunan. she had some weird things like hanging off her shoulders or head, and they actually did things. They yeah. shot maybe, things. Maybe it's or, in the sequel. Maybe they're saving it. Yeah, yeah. probably. We, we're probably going to have to read the novelization to understand sure. <laughs> the backstory. Read all the comic books. Yeah. I... I I, one jocks is is a rating I can agree with. It's like I said, it's accessible. I mean, I I am probably of all of us the least fan of anime there could be. I, I don't you dislike mean you're not it. A fan of anime? It, mm-hmm. It's nope. <laughs> it's it's. I don't detest it or hate it or anything. It's just something that I. Is it foreign to you? 
it's a rabbit hole that I don't want to go down because it's just like, I can't, I have no time. I okay. can't get involved in this. So that being said, it, it it's unique and interesting enough that you could sit down and watch it. It's almost like a mid 2000s action movie at times. Mm-hmm. The exposition stuff didn't necessarily bother me. What bothered me was the parts of the exposition where they were just explaining tech that had nothing to do with the story when they were just like, this car has super deluxe Gravitron wheels that make it do this and stuff. And I'm just like, it's, so, a, it's a future car. Who yeah. gives a shit? Exactly. Just talk about something else. Yeah. Play a pop song on the radio and talk about that. Just I don't care what your Gravitron car is made of. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I enough. don't care about your world enough <laughs> to get behind yeah. your car. So, yeah, one jocks. I I, yeah. I don't really want to cop sort of Mackie's work analogy, but I have a person at work that does a similar thing, but they just, you ask them one, one teeny question about something, mm-hmm. and then they explain the entire history of everything that's happened relating mm-hmm. to that thing, like from the first time they talked to that customer to what they're going to do 30 years from now, <laughs> and you, you end up with a half an hour where... 20 seconds of no I want you to do that instead would have sufficed yep um, and that's most of the exposition for this movie and for every three minutes of plot advancement there's 15 minutes of bullshit dialogue um, but it's really pretty and the action's kind of fucking awesome giant robot mechs tearing up a city sure smaller mechs tearing up dudes <laughs> um, if you can cut 45 minutes out of it it would probably be a solid three jocks as it stands it's kind of a it's a tenuous one okay like it's only one because i can't give it a zero and it's slightly better than bad it is kind of a zero for me too yeah i kind of sort of feel like it's not good it's not bad it's just what it is well but one is is more favorable I, i wonder if we had watched like just watched three awesome movies in a row if i'd be like pushing this in the bags I'd be like, no, this kind of sucks because all they do is talk for three fourths of it. I think so. You know, I, I, I mean, I think I that's sure fair. Coming you know, off of what happened last week, yeah, yeah, we're being generous to this movie. We want to like something, please. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost want to give it two jocks because I, there's parts of this that I really like, and I, if it just, if you simplify the story, I think it's kind of an interesting story. Cliched as hell. Completely cliche as hell, yeah. especially in, in an anime type setting. Interesting themes. Interesting though. theme. Like I mm-hmm. always like that. I mean, th- but the like double, triple, whatever cross. Like everyone's a douchebag kind of thing. Like yeah. I, that just doesn't quite work for me. Yeah, it's like we get it. Humanity sucks. But, yeah, but come so, on. But so well, I mean, I guess the I, I guess we're to understand that the wheelchair elder council were also humans. Yeah, they were. Yes, but yeah. yeah. So they, but they were so the I, Illuminati. Yeah. So just humans in general suck. So. We well, they weren't hidden. We should have just blown up the D tank and been done with it. Is what I'm. D tank. D tank. I'm saying, like, in the end, like every, everybody's human is kind of a douchebag except for our hero Dunin. You know, it's Dunin. Like, uh, so well, and former. Yeah, robot, anyway, dude. all that being said, I'm I'm scaling back to one because like it is just so much, so much exposition that doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I get it. Like not. I've seen other movies like this. You don't. I don't need the nitty gritty of how Gaia works. Yeah, exactly. You just say like, there's a giant AI computer that runs everything. Yeah, done. Yeah, but man, they go into it. Runs everything, and it's such a non-entity when it's finally 
I mean, it's not it's not even on. Yeah, well, all they did. Well, it's, it's not that it's not on. It's like they turned it off in that room. Like she's supposed to monitor their life support, but they yeah. turned her off so like they could, you know, plot freely without her watching. Right. That was it. Yeah. I know. So like the one place that was like her core hub, she wasn't uh, actually active in. So she was mm-hmm. monitoring the rest of the city. Uh, anyway, one jocks. Yeah. Yeah. Probably probably generous because of God. If this ends up being the crowning achievement of animation. Animation. Well, as we've explained, it's it's hard to find Animation. something that's quantifiable as bad animation because it just doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you don't. Spend it's hard that to much find time. good bad animation yeah. because oh, there's yeah. there's more that can go wrong with animation than well. And anime, as as we'll get into in the second half, but Scott and Jens were just like, "Is this bad? Is this good?" You know, like one list had the Iron Giant on it, and it's like, "Fuck you!" That's like should never be on. Also not first anime. an anime list it should yeah. not be on but on a worst of anime list no whoever wrote that like has mental problems <laughs> like there's something wrong with them if they hate that movie and can put it on the worst of anything list like well i mean even like, if you're that saying does not compute for me even if you're saying it's like a, a b movie an animated b movie it's it's not it's it's better than that just because yeah. it wasn't crazy popular doesn't make it either a B movie or a bad movie. Yeah, but even just that's by yeah, but, production but, value alone, it's it's yeah. just yeah, but, gorgeous. Right. But what they're saying about anime is is like everything on that's ever been made into a movie as an anime is on somebody's best list and somebody's worst list. Sure, absolutely. Like, and they will fight you to the death. Oh, I'm sure. As soon as you, I'm sure we're gonna get hate mail for watching and. Yeah. Apple seed. Yeah. Bring it on, BJ at bmfcast.com. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, I subject think, yeah. middle fingers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I opened up the conversation with like, here's the stereotypical things in anime. I've just, I have watched a fair amount. I'm not going to claim I've watched like what Scott and Yins have watched, but right. I've yeah. seen a fair amount. And a lot of anime that generally tends to grade on me is people yelling their own names a lot. That's why, like, the first time I watched Vampire Hunter D, I was like, fuck yeah, this movie's awesome. Then I walked to watch it like 10 years later. I was like, they screamed their names a whole fucking lot in this movie. Just D, D, D. I was like, I get it. I know the character's name. It's one it's letter. title. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just don't scream that name all the time. Yeah. I don't know if that's some kind of strange cultural thing. Like, who knows? I don't know. Mackie or, if it, if it's, or, if it's, or if it's, you know, Subbing, I don't remember filling or dub filling. In my trip to Japan, I do not remember everyone yelling each other's names <laughs> okay. at each other. Hmm. It's like, but then again, I mean, maybe you couldn't. I tell didn't go that to Neo a... Tokyo, yeah. so you okay. never know. True. That's, that's your problem. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. yeah. So I'm, I'm, as a as a guess, how many times would you say they said Dunin? Of a hundred, two hundred. I'm thinking like like mm, would, would around hundred. Yeah. Would D Tank be the drinking game? Because I mean, you're still going to get shit faced, but it's not like Dunin's like dead. Yeah, in five I think minutes. I think you got to do D Tank. I mean, like Dunin's yeah, dead in D-tank. five minutes. I just Dunin, 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 Dunin. Well, the yeah. problem with D Tank is, man, they say D Tank a lot by the end. Yeah, but like, yeah. you yeah. just like, shout, bam. Well, what will happen is you will shout and scream D Tank. You yeah. go or not shout and scream. You'll you <laughs> shout D Tank and then down your shot, and then they've said it a couple more times, and you just can't. Yeah. keep up enough to kill yeah. yourself sure yeah but yeah no, please if, don't if you do, do either drinking drink game no 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 no, no do d-tank drinking game bj yeah. approved D-tank. i didn't get horse yelling d-tank and i did it every time D-tank. <laughs> that's true yeah, so. you can get d-tanked <laughs> yeah <laughs> d-tanked the apple seed this drinking guy. game brought to you by mackie yeah. uh youtube comedy week yeah. yeah all right i think it's break time right oh please. break time sure
right, and welcome back. Hey, Bathcast. Hey, Bathcast. Half number two. Let's talk two more cast. Or is it? Okay. Let's do more casting. Ooh, okay. Cast it. So let's get the big movie out of the way, which is probably going to be a very, 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 very brief review. Um, we yeah. Three of the four of us saw Star Trek Into Darkness. You have not, right? Not yet. Okay. So yes, three of the four of us have seen. And we will be as non spoilery as we can possibly be. Yes. Which means we can't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, the internet has said most of it for us, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're good about interneting, you've avoided it. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be that that rocky shore that you can't bring your ship into. <laughs> that was a terrible metaphor. Huh? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the sea of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go into some bigger ships here. here. Hold on. I'm going to get this. Let me keep writing. All right. Yeah. I'm going to eventually get this right. Where my seed could find no purchase. Um. <laughs> yeah. But no. Um, I'm barren. So I, I think it would be safe to say that Chuck and I are Star Trek fans. That is a safe thing to say. This, yeah. ha- this half of the table, Star Trek fans. Yeah. This cool half over here, us guys. Yeah. Like in the Star Trekking Trek, it. Trekker yeah. trekking it up, Trekkers trekking it up. over here. I'm a yep. Trekkier. That's I, I. I don't even pick sides. I, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you like a, you are you a Trekkier like than the rest. I'm Trekkier than the rest. Yeah, yeah. It's Trekkie. To rocker, to rocker. Uh, yes. Come but uh, I no. I'm. I enjoyed the reboot Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I remember not enjoying very much the Star Treks that I had seen. Okay. And I hadn't seen anything. Uh, I think the most recent Star Trek I had seen was Star Trek First Contact, like when it came out on DVD. Hmm. And I had seen Generations because it ran on my college uh, movie station, like every other movie mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a month. So I'd seen that one. But before that, like like the original series stuff, I hadn't seen since the early 90s, late 80s. So, I don't have much of a base of okay Star Trek, so I wasn't like able to be offended by, oh my god, why did they do this? And you know, sure, I don't care. And the way I look at it, because I guess I'm the easygoing Star Trek fan for the most part, except I still hate Star Trek Five, and I'm not going to start. Um, <laughs> is the way the way I look at it is like if they make references or change something in this reboot mirror universe version of J.J. Abrams Star Trek, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. It's it's a new thing. It doesn't change the old. It's a different timeline. And it doesn't matter. Like, it, yeah. you just go with it or you don't go with it. And the, to me, the bottom line is, is what they're doing to make it fun? And for both of these movies, the answer to me has been a pretty resounding yes. I think both of these movies are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I draw the line. I don't get nitpicky past that. Yeah, there's only one thing late in this movie that you know, when people like pick apart like Dark Knight or other stuff, they go, well, if how did they know about this? You know, it, there's one of those sorts of things near the end of that movie where I don't usually end up doing that. I'm usually pretty good about being able to just go with a movie. But I was like, well, why don't they just do this? Which yeah. eventually they kind of end up doing. But that movie's really good about just sweeping you along. And I'm like, all right, let's wherever we're going, let's go with it. You know, and even if it's probably the wrong direction when you when you walk out of the theater and you go, Oh, well, what, why did they wait a minute? You know? And, and this is, and that's the problem I think so many people have is they hit that mode of analyzing the movie after the movies ended rather than just enjoying the movie in the moment. Yeah. And I think Abrams is very much that type of filmmaker 
where he's okay letting things be plot holes or be stuff that's loose ends that you don't have to tie up. As long as you're keeping the movie going forward and the plot propelling itself, that's okay. Yeah, there's two or like when you get into that situation, like after the movie and you're sort of chatting about it and you're like, hey, wait, there's probably two or three moments in this movie that are that just things like, wait, Mm -hmm. how did they explain? Why was that? Huh? But I have a feeling this is one of those movies where that was probably explained, maybe even filmed and like certain things just got cut for uh pacing because mm. there there was sort of a a large plot hole in the first film that was explained in a scene that got cut and when you watch that scene as a deleted scene you're like oh okay suddenly this makes a hell of a lot more sense than just well thing went away and then it came back a whole bunch of years later because that's yeah that's how it is I have a feeling that the two or three little nitpicky things I have probably had some dialogue or a scene somewhere that that explained it. And they were just like, you know what? That's grinding the the wave of this movie to a halt. Let's just mm-hmm. get rid of that. People will just accept it. Science fiction. Go with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I. I enjoy the movie. I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the reboot. I don't think it's as good, and I don't think it's as. I'm still not real sure at this point now what we're supposed to call 2009 Star Trek. Because it's it's very confusing now to say. I just call it the reboot. Yeah. So yeah. or door two thousand nine Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it's weird now. Like it didn't seem weird when it came out. Now it feels like what are we supposed to call it? It's not Star Trek one per se. No. It's Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just it's not as good at accomplishing things as the first one is. Like there are. Well, the, like, like there's nothing that reaches the height of that first 10 minutes. I'll just say that much of the reboot. Absolutely. Like, well, I that don't first know. 10 minutes, not. like, I don't know how they pull that off. And, and you've talked about this plenty of times, Harlow, but like in watching it again, because I watched that movie right before we went to see it into darkness, because I was like, all right, I, I remember liking that movie. I don't remember a lot of what happened in it. And it was interesting that less happened in it than I seem to remember in my head. And this movie less happens than you probably think yeah like it doesn't go as many places as you're probably expecting no, it to go not like the first one the first one's kind of pretty chaotic in that regard because i mean you're also jumping through time like you get young kirk young spock and go 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 you yeah. know it's like quick origin story for all these people go 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 exactly and and that's it's just one of those things that the first movie has going for it is that it had both the origin story and the nostalgia both at the same time mm-hmm. which is powerful for most people watching it. It's like, okay, you've got the genesis of all the stuff that's going on and you've got references to everything that hardcore people remember. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly doing these these like little like like sometimes there will just be a big reference and then little references. So everyone is just piling on and, and you're just getting this whole big nostalgia boner for Star Trek. This one is just like, okay, we've done that. Now we have to move on with these characters and they're going to have little wacky adventures and they're going to have little action scenes. And it's not really going to dwell on what you remember. And then all of a sudden it does. And so, but it takes the first half of the movie is, is its own thing. Mm-hmm. The first half of the movie is really its own thing. It's not, it's not, it's, it's really not, it, it, in a way it tries to be nostalgic about the first movie, which is strange. There are scenes where characters are like, Hey, remember this mm-hmm. that we did the last time. <laughs> There's a couple of those things, but for the most part, it's, it's its own little adventure. And then all of a sudden 
something happens where it's like, wham, okay, now it's entirely different tonally and referency and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And not being a fan, I didn't get any of those references. Yeah. There, whatsoever, there's some, there's which, some pretty deep cuts. In yeah. The you explained yeah. to me afterwards, you're like, Oh, well there's this and this and this. I and didn't, this and I this. didn't try to tell you about one. Cause that's like so deep cut in the Star Trek mythos. But I, I just thought about, remember we were talking about why they were marketing this so hard. And I was saying, it's just that little bit too long mm-hmm. for people to go like, Oh yeah, Star Trek. It's a sequel, right? Yeah. If you think about this, that first 10 minute sequence you were just talking about, it was Chris Hemsworth as Kirk's dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, who is this guy? This guy's amazing. And now everyone's like, fucking Chris Hemsworth, why are you in everything? Yeah. That, that's the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if you just think, stop and think about that for a second. That, that was the, like, the, who the fuck is this guy to now? Like, mm-hmm. he's in every movie throwing things. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. we're sick of this guy already now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's your public perception of how long it's been. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I there are some very deep cuts, and I don't understand how people can say that like J.J. Abrams is not a Star Trek fan because he really goes to some weird little references. I think I think it's weird. It's like he has a reverence for it, but then it's like, okay, where does reverence end and fun movie begin? Here's here's the thing. I don't think you have to be a hardcore. I've seen every episode. I know. I've I've read novels. I I know all the the intricacies of everything Star Trek to make it. But if you're going to work in those kinds of references, you have to do them right and you have to do them with a little bit of respect. And to me, I've always felt like those references were treated that way. They weren't moments where it's just like, huh, see, audience, Star Trek reference. It never felt like that. They're just little bits of dialogue. There's one little one in this where it's just kind of like, eh, everybody knows this, right? I mean, it's not a major thing. It's just kind of like it's sort of minorly offhanded at first, but. I'm, I I can't get into it because it's spoilery, but you know. I know. I, yeah, I'm it's just, pretty sure it's just I know sort of like it's like because hey, there were some references, even I like. Yes, you know, not having seen the movies in 25 years, right? When certain scenes started, I said, "Oh, they're doing this." Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's one where they they say a name of a place, and I mean, if you're a Star Trek fan, you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Right. And like, then they go there, and it's like, "Yay!" Yeah, and I I I personally think that they handled that very well and if you've seen it you know what i'm probably talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm sure it's weird that's one thing i've not seen a lot of debate about is a design change they sort of did and there there could be some very heavy nitpicky debate about that. yeah no one really has gotten into that i know what you're talking yeah. about and, and no. that's the one thing like and they even they even drag it out where it's like oh <laughs> yeah yeah like what are you gonna look like <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah I, i'm gonna stop because i feel like i'm going to sure start going into yeah I, i'll just say that i i mean i understand I understand some people's complaints about these two movies, and I, I don't understand the the level of deep seated hatred that seems to be growing out of this. Fuck J.J. Abrams! How dare he ruin Star Trek? Look, here's the deal: there is no Star Trek. There's no more Star Trek. This is all there is, and this is all there's going to be because they're crazy popular and really well done. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you had the luxury over. 50 years of whatever of having hours and hours and hours of Star Trek that to enjoy and, and build characters and do all that stuff. These are, these are two movies. You can't build those stories. You can't tell deep thought provoking ideas and things like that in these movies. You have to make them move. Well, and here's the thing I don't understand. It's like most of this hatred that's being spewed is from so-called hardcore Star Trek fans. And then they will in the same breath go, well, it's as bad as this, and it's as bad as this other Star Trek things. And I'm yeah. like, 
if you're a fan, be a fan. Like my only thing is I don't like five. That's about where the in the like that's the only one I outright hate. Yeah, and you're I, not alone. And, I, and, I, <laughs> I, and I, that's the only one I like. I can barely find a redeeming thing in that movie. Even even like Nemesis, which is generally hated, hated. Like I mean, there are still things in it to me that are fine, and it's semi okay as a movie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't offend me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, I mean, that's the thing is like, if you're a fan, why do you hate so much of what you say you're a fan of? That, that's what I'm getting at. Because <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, I, that's all I find is like, you know, I'm a Star Trek fan and this is blah, 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 and Nemesis and First Contact and blah, blah, blah. And well, some people cross that line. Some people just get to that point where it's like everything that came before it is good. And here's where they fucked it up. And then it just becomes everything after that is like, this is just more degrees of them fucking it up. Mm-hmm. Star Trek is such, such a weird roller coaster, though, because I mean, you got. Like okay, some hardcore fans hate four, the the most popular to non Trekkie movies until mm-hmm. the reboot, and you know okay, so you hate that, and maybe you hate five too, but six brings it back with a with a vengeance, and I know. you know I mean it's 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 the, a give and take thing. The, the know? problem you've got with the Star Trek people is is basically Enterprise. Enterprise was such a polarizing show, and fuck you, that last season is amazing. So I know that, and most people agree with that, but most people also bailed after the first two, saying like, "Screw this, they've ruined Star Trek." And so now, any attempt to do anything is just like, "Well, that ship has sailed. How dare they?" You know. And the theme song's still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you. Okay, that song is awesome. Yeah. It, it's but, awesome in season three or whatever when they cut they, the t- words. <laughs> they take out the vocals. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my issue, being someone who's not really a fan of the other stuff is that certain characters in Into Darkness get sidelined pretty severely, as in, like, they only have a couple scenes to really do anything. That's Star Trek movies. Yeah, but it just seems like if you're going to do this every four years, like, you got to throw these people a bone. Yeah. (laughs) I I I will say something that that really builds in this movie, and it's, it's a byproduct of having to build a relationship over the course of two movies instead of over the course of 79 episodes. But obviously Kirk and Spock are going to be friends. They have to be. That's the only way this universe can work. Space buddies. Yeah, exactly. But maybe more than space. buddies. Well, they push it so hard, especially in this one, because the first one, they were Mm -hmm. really against each other the whole time. And this one, it's like, you guys really just need to make out. I mean, they, they push this friendship so hard. I, I There was probably slash fic on this before it ever even came out. And now people are just like, I wrote that. All they have to do now in this scene is kiss. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, they push that relationship so hard in this where it's just like, really, guys, get a room. <laughs> just go go to the captain's cabin and yeah. have at it. Well, Be in my bunk. this does kind of lead into... Um, in talking in talking about the movie vaguely on Twitter and then kind of making a few jokes about cardboard sets and stuff in the original stuff and getting jumped on by Green Captain and some other people, you know, they're like, you know, quit being a dick. We're, we're, if you're, if you're going to watch something, watch yeah. watch Space Seed, which is one of the early episodes where Khan first shows up, and then watch Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's, that's gotcha. a good, like, exposition yeah. Story continuation. That's that's an, a good example of Star Trek. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's the rule, though. Chuck and I would be allowed to make fun of the cardboard sets because we've done due diligence and watched yeah. all the episodes. Right. We're allowed to say, "Hey, they're made of cardboard." Yes. And it's like, haha. Yeah, you're right, bro. But <laughs> you non-fans <laughs> apparently yeah, aren't allowed I get to. You can I get it. You. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's just. But hey, anyway, I that. so I watched Space Seed and then watched Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's. 
it's a very different thing when you can develop that kind of relationship for that long. And that when, you know, Bones and Spock and Kirk sit in a room together and start arguing, it's like you get it because there's so much history that's connecting them. Right. And that's the thing the movies can't like they have to force it. Yeah. And it feels forced and yeah. it doesn't work that same way. And then when, you know, when when there's a scene like the funeral scene at the end of Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. like you can't possibly have that weight to anything that's in those these two new reboot movies. Yeah. Because it just it can't happen. Right. You know, you have to have all that other stuff to lead to it. Exactly. And so, you know, even when this and obviously in watching Wrath of Khan, I'm like, oh, okay, I see where that showed up or stuff showed up in the first movie, stuff shows up in the second movie, you know, in the Starseed episode where stuff shows up from yeah. there to, you know, just like the references that I didn't get because I didn't remember them. Yeah, just like all the Kobayashi Maru stuff yeah. shows up big time in the first one. It's like really the basis of a lot of the stuff in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that all came from two. So, yeah. And like in watching that, it's it's like you can't mimic that stuff because there's not the shared history there that those movie that those movies could get away with. Well, yeah. a lot of the complaints have been like, oh, it's rushed, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, it's like it, it is kind of a reboot, reboot, guys. I mean, like this isn't this isn't like you were continuing per se with you have all the knowledge you have. We're got to make this for people that don't have any of the mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. And you for know. me, someone with none of that knowledge, yeah. it works, but it does feel like you guys aren't really like, you know, like they're not that solidified, solid relationship that. Right. Well, I mean, and here's the thing, too, because my wife and I were talking about this last night. I was trying to explain the skewed timeline and everything is that really if you take this new alternate J.J. Abrams timeline and lay it parallel with the existing Star Trek timeline, these movies are taking place before the show even happened. So like mm-hmm. before the first 79 episodes of the show, these two movies are existing. So obviously everything feels rushed because none of that had happened yet, but they happen out of necessity now instead of fluidly happening like they did on the show. That's, I mean, that's just sort of a contrivance to get everything going for the movies, but it's also a necessity of the situation that they were put in in the first movie and then continued on through this movie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting conceit, a, a way to do it, you know, yeah. to get there. You just don't have the time. You don't have 45 minutes every week to let characters grow and build and do stuff. You you sort of have to just fuel them on nostalgia and, mm-hmm. and you know, references. Yeah. You just have to do that. Yeah. But Rathacon is amazing. Goddamn right. It is, it is. incredibly well-written movie, and it's smart in that it uses stuff from the TV episode in a way that you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Because it works exactly how it probably like the best possible way they could have done it is how it works. Yeah. And also like in, it's interesting that in cutting the budget that made that movie better. Yeah. You know, it's one of those rare cases where that actually works out. <laughs> yeah. That movie yeah. is, is, was basically shot like a TV production. Mm-hmm. It was just super fast. And how do we do this cheap? Yeah. Well, there's some pretty awesome matte paintings in it too. Yes. But. I love me a good matte painting. Yeah, but uh, but it, it's like it's one that uses all that back history in it to really make everything ten times better mm-hmm. once it shows up on screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it's too bad the reboot movies don't have that luxury. Yeah, they can't. I mean, yeah. you know, you really just have to 
go with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I understand people's complaints, but that's all we got. I'm not saying we have to like it because it's all we got, but I'm just saying that's Star Trek now. Maybe someone will get off their ass and pitch a television show that will fucking work and put it on the air because I don't know who is still against it at this point. But until that happens, just go have fun at the movies. It's yeah. Two, it's two hours. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So. If you want to hear about a reboot that doesn't necessarily work, it oh. really doesn't necessarily matter. Uh-oh. Total Recall. Yeah. Why is that a thing? <laughs> that seems to be everyone's opinion is that movie's just useless. Yeah. I mean. Like it just exists and it doesn't do anything new or interesting. It, yeah, like it's not awful? No, it's not. It's it, just. It's competent. I mean, the effects are decent and the story's not incredibly hard to follow and it doesn't do too much of the, eh, it was better in the first one. I mean, it sort of eventually goes its own way and doesn't bother to do any of the references. I mean, it does one blatant reference to the first one, which is weird, but it kind of goes off on its own for a while. It, you know, I mean, it, it's just okay, but it's just one of those movies that just beats you to death with its effects and its explosions and it's just stuff happening and it's none of it's real and everyone's in a green screen and you know it and it's just like, ah, I just, I can't get behind this. That's that guy's movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, Len Wiseman is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he did okay with Die Hard. I guess, but, you know. I, I mean, that's when that's the best of his movies and it's not that great. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's kind of just like that where it's like, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the original Total Recall. I, I like it. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in probably 15 years. So you should watch that. Again. I, I just that movie's fucking genius. I'm sure it is. But I, I just I remember a lot of it being like super gratuitous, like, okay, movie. And I knew this That's movie wasn't going to have Colin Farrell running around using people as bullet shields and stuff like that because there was just no way that would sell. Um, I mean, I yeah, I do need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I just... I. The original Total Recall is so much smarter than so many people give it credit for. Wow. I, I, I find that with most of the Paul Verhoeven stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with Showgirls, I, I can't see the message behind that there's not a lot of genius in no. uh showgirls unless unless everyone being angry is some sort of statement yeah, I mean, the about thing something. Is like, yeah. so much of his exploitative <laughs> movies have a thing going for them and there's like doesn't seem to be any layer on that one yeah so, yeah and but the word the, the most obvious has to be starship troopers that so many people just don't get it oh yeah and i i get it i just don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i get it well, at and least love if it. you get it you get why it. don't you like it what's yeah. wrong with you Nah, you're yeah. broken on the inside. That's what's wrong with you. Probably bugs. Yeah. But yeah, he's that guy's a genius. And Total Recall, like, yeah, it's a good setup that <laughs> I'm so pissed genius. they didn't yeah. use it. I know. Starship Trooper sucks. Okay, <laughs> let's bring this back around to Star Trek for just one more. No, comment. no, no for just no, for just one more comment because a comment about Verhoeven made me think of RoboCop, and then I'm made me think of Peter Weller, who is in. This. Oh yeah, Peter Weller's in. And J.J. Abrams deserves a Best Director nomination for getting a solid performance out of Peter Weller who normally would just be sleepy and not giving a shit and walking his way through this role and he's he's rather animated and I I, I, that's the thing about Peter Weller I like so many of the movies he's in but I don't like him I know but in this I think he's pretty good yeah this is about as good as he gets like noteworthy good like hey 
someone prodded him enough to make him give a shit. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. Oh, yeah. here comes the Peter Weller Internet Defense Force again. Is there such a thing? Uh, yeah, Did it happen after Leviathan? Yes. Because no, oh, yeah. um, no, Buckaroo Banzai. Everything. Oh, well, Banzai Internet, Internet Defense, Defense Force. Force. Well, I am and, part of that. Thank you very much. And also by <laughs> proxy, there's also the Peter Weller uh, f- faction of the Buckaroo Banzai Internet Defense nah, Force. No, but there's plenty of people like us who think he's a fucking charisma vacuum. So okay, yeah, fair enough. Sure, sure. But yeah, but yeah, he is. He is pretty good in yeah. Into Darkness. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly good. Good on you yeah. for, for bringing the good. So speaking of showgirls, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the yes. way I could come up with. Go on. I saw Show Guys. Pardon? Uh, I watched Magic Mike. Oh. Yeah. A movie totally, totally aimed right at this guy right here. Yeah. yeah. In the mood for naked oh, penises, were you? Yeah. 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 Dubstep, dub it's raining men. That's right. Sometimes yeah. you just it's need some dongs, right? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> right, bro? Yeah. Don't I know it. Um, oh, you're talking to him. So, I think I think your review is mostly positive about Magic Mike. I think you were saying that you thought it went on a little too long with the turn you assumed it was going to take in a stripper movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I really really like this movie. Like throughout, like I didn't mind the turn at all. Like I yeah. I didn't think it felt tedious when what was going to happen eventually happened. At I didn't all. think it was tedious. I just I didn't enjoy it as much because I was enjoying that first half so much. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I was in the whole way. And, I, and I really liked. Um, I don't know if this is the the cinematographer that Soderbergh usually works with, but I really really liked. And I know it sounds weird to say, I really like the way this movie was filmed. Like, I mean, there's I, the color palettes and things. I'm not like sure, that. but he usually shoots all his own Does movies. He? Yeah, well, it had he a, uses it, a pseudonym. Oh, uh, okay, maybe that's. But what I'm it is. pretty sure he shot that one too. Okay, see, I didn't do any kind of research. I'm just saying, I I really really like the the color palettes and things going on in this movie, especially mm-hmm. in the, the second half, like dark turn moments. Like when you go to uh, Matthew McConaughey's lair and it's just that weird red lit evil den, den of mm-hmm. sin thing. And it's just like, I, like I don't know that I, I like that kind of stuff. I like that, you know, dirty CD world of like boogie nights and things like that. And I, mm-hmm. I got a very strong vibe like that from this. Yeah. And yeah. I really like this movie. So, Man, McConaughey's so good in it. He is. <laughs> he is. It was like the role he was born to play. Yep. Hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things like on the surface, it's like, ladies, come see Channing Tatum take off his clothes and Magic Mike. But there's like, there's a good movie behind it. Like probably like of all the things like male or female, you know, they've always pitched these stripper movies as like, this is going to be the epic stripper movie of all time. Mm-hmm. They and do keep trying to make that. And, and they've always failed. Like, I mean, striptease is clever and funny at point at times just not a great movie overall no. yeah, it's funny bits. it has moments like i feel like this might be the first one i would qualify as this the first stripper film mm. <laughs> if you will like there's been plenty of stripper movies <laughs> this is the stripper film the citizen kane of stripper movies <laughs> i yeah. wouldn't say that but yeah <laughs> yeah it's at least the 12 angry men of movies. <laughs> wow. That is strange. <laughs> well, there's men and they dance angrily sometimes. Okay. That's what I was going with. But no, yeah. It's, and yeah, Channing Tatum definitely can dance. I, almost makes me like want to see Step Up. <laughs> that dude yeah. can fucking dance. I'm not. Step that Up September. Stupid. That, that, guy's, that guy can fucking Step-timber. dance. Like September. Let's do it. September. Eventually, it's going to be. January through December, fucking theme months over at the BMF cast. September. Yeah. September. Can't wait. Can't no, wait. No, I'm just going to watch that shit on my own, man. All right, fine. He's in Step Up 1 and 2. Step Up to the Streets. Wait, yeah. he came back for the sequel. Oh, yes, he was he nobody did. in that time, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah this all right. was all prior to G.I. Joe and all that. So anyway. 
<laughs> it was before G.I. Joe. Yeah. The man can dance. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Right, that's all I got. Okay. Do that's we have right. any correspondence of whatsoever? Oh, we do. Oh, oh well, we, did, we did get the epically ever. long uh, email, so, you know. Let's do that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Speaking so, of epically long. Man, we got a lot of epically long comments on some of our uh on, on a food fight man there's one that's huge but i did want to read one from uh julian on uh the blood dragon episode okay where he said thank you Banffcast, for all your hard movie fiending and everything else but more specifically for this first ever crossed cast spoiler sode uh-huh. since i played the very first minute of blood dragon i've been consumed by an unprecedented need to know your opinions about this game slash love letter to everything b movie and i didn't want to have to wait for your next episode of no course to find out i was actually thinking about giving you guys a call on the garfield hotline and recommending 2005's alone in the dark for next week's Bamcast just to shoehorn in a question about blood dragon i've been listening on and off since the beginning i was the guy that recommended the pile of shit that was robot holocaust <laughs> and for that reason i've been mostly quiet with the correspondence since then <laughs> <laughs> so the cast of the BAMF cast is never far from my thoughts. Well, not never, actually. Most of the time, you are very far from my thoughts. <laughs> so this burning desire to know your opinion about this game either speaks volumes about the quality of its anti-quality or about how batshit crazy I am. Anyway, keep up the good work, Julian. Thanks, buddy. Surprise! We we were playing that a long time ago, like from the moment, we, the Blood Dragon episode. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. just kept that one quiet. Like, yeah. We were like super secret. You know, crossover cast. This is born to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we were just praying the game wasn't a piece of shit like before it came uh, out. We were like, this needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, like, we get you can tell how heated we get when we just don't like a movie at all. So I don't feel bad. It, like, I, I feel bad that we chase people off from recommendations sometimes. Like, obviously, Julian, because he recommended Robot Holocaust, kind of. Mm-hmm. I seem to have some fond memories about Robot Holocaust. This is like times being kind uh, to it. I think times being kind to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It was among the lowest budget ones we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I, I do remember we that. We were kind of okay. angry about a bit of that. All right. I, I don't remember. That was so long ago it, now. It was. But yeah, but Julian, please call in. Feel bring free. It, bring Just it on. don't yeah. recommend Alone in the Dark. We can hate a movie. We I don't, don't think we're going to. We don't hate the recommender. <laughs> no. Hate, hate the. We, we've only. Yeah. Like, we've been so heated that we've only said that once. We're like, do not recommend us another movie. <laughs> we were very, very angry after after Forbidden Zone. We apologize. Yeah. And, and if you're still around, we recommend it. <laughs> Forbidden Zone. We're sorry. Time has yeah, time has healed those wounds. I feel uh-huh. really bad about that, but oh well. But I thank, don't. thanks, Julian, for uh, writing. Thanks in. for everything. Yeah, right. Thank, thanks for being you. You just keep on being you. Yeah. 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 So, um, we got a giant email from Scott and Jens. Okay. That was recommending all the anime, and I'll just read the summary and go from there because i'm not gonna read i mean this is like paragraphs and paragraphs of they, they put they, a lot of work in they that put show. the legwork into helping us find something that hey it got some jocks okay so you know give us the highlights yeah good job guys but um <laughs> the title of the email is your animation salvation has arrived oh, oh really and he oh. said <laughs> and scott says what's up Bamcast? Here's an unusual email. You don't need to read it on the show to make us happy. It exists solely for you guys to figure out what one anime or two, due to that extra week, you'll be watching. That's part of why it's so long. Sorry about that. Anyway, we've compiled a list of anime we think you might enjoy. Describe them a bit and let you decide based off those descriptions. And the first one was Appleseed. Second one was uh, Black Lion. Third one was Demon City Shinjuku, Mm -hmm. which I believe Yen's actually... Yep. 
I have a copy of that. Gave Thank you, you a copy yep. when you met up with him. Hand uh, it to me in person. Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned. Whoa. Which Yen- Wait a minute. Is that a Castlevania game? Don't don't get, too, like don't get too excited about that one. That one's very polarizing between the two of them. All right. I, well, yeah. yeah, but I have to read this. Right. <laughs> the synopsis is Dracula cock blocks Satan by stealing a sacrifice <laughs> during a ceremony meant to appease the Dark Lord. I want to watch that. Then Dracula has a kid who turns into Aquaman and must kill Dracula <laughs> with that. his high beams of the Lord. Also, Fat Stanley is a wheelchair riding vampire hunter and there's a disco. Fuck, why did we watch that? I want to watch that movie. Uh, get to where they rate Because it. you guys... Get to where they rate and talk about how much they think we would enjoy it or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. it's very... Di- Appleseed was like the highest between their two consensus. Yeah, that's why I got picked. Yeah. All right. And then Venus Wars was the uh, last one. But uh, the order of recommendation... Uh, Scott said Appleseed, Black Lion, Demon Shitty... Demon Shitty. Demon Shitty. Demon, <laughs> Demon, <laughs> Demon City, Venus Wars, mm-hmm. and Dracula was Oop. dead last for him. Whereas Yen's had Dracula... First, Appleseed, second, Demon City, blah, blah, blah. And and he did say he's basing it off what episodes he'd like to hear. So hmm. apparently he really wanted to hear us talk about Dracula, but see, Appleseed I, I, that's came the in thing second. is I think he was actually trying to feed us a terrible anime. Because I, he I, heard, I, I saw, oversaw a little bit of their Twitter conversation when they were talking about what the fuck that movie was about. <laughs> and they were like, don't don't try to figure it out. I'm like, when two anime fans are saying, don't try to figure it out, yeah. this is not the movie for us. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> as yeah. a whole, as yeah. a group. And then he had a big list of don't watch these. And I do like one that just, Jens' only comment is, fuck this movie's <laughs> politics. <laughs> for Dog Soldier. Mm. So, Oh. Yeah. Mm. But anyway. Thanks, guys. Oh, the um, Neil Marshall movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that very one exactly. Oh, made the I see. <laughs> Thank you guys. May, we'll, we'll we'll have to see about Dracula. Yeah, maybe someday when when we need another animation fix. Maybe which, next year's I'll, I'll animation. Be, <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. Oh, also, thank you. We believe it was Scott. I, I think he's here now. Finally, he can confirm that we got sent some copies of Redline that we were talking about. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, and he Scott made, really wanted us to watch Redline. Yeah, he made the so, YouTube doubler uh, trailer thing. So. I was already actually thinking I might watch uh, Demon City Shinjoku mm-hmm. uh, before sure. the next episode, and now mm-hmm. I may just watch Redline too and have a little bonus animation talk for the last one because I can't get animation. enough of animation. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard you're that just, about you're you. Just in the in the I, animation I'm in the zone. zone. Man. So yes, thank you for the copies. Uh, I so I for one at least will be watching Redline because that looked like a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it reminded me to get a Blu-ray player. It did. <laughs> right. Do that. I'm lame. You are. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> well, I finally have a you know a TV mm-hmm. that I good. can use. Yeah, it's good to have a TV. Voicemail time. Go. ABMF Cast is Sunny California calling just to inquire about one thing in regard to food fight exclamation point, and that is why the five minute rule was not invoked to Nexus. God, lads, you've been having a horrible May. If you put on the towel on this one, I want you to be angry, okay? Sunny California out. <laughs> Did he call his lads? Is he on Percocet? Did we just get called lads? No, uh, I, I want you to tell the story about the Food Fight DVD. Oh, okay. This is a good story. Yeah. Ooh. Is and this pa- in sure. relation to the... Part of why... Well, okay. We didn't... We were locked into this movie. Like, Well, we were locked into it, but also I think we were so stunned... That none of us could say anything during the first five minutes of no, <laughs> that we were just like, okay, this is happening. But let me tell you what happened. I purchased this movie. I bought it with Huge. money that I earned through working. Uh. And after we were done, we decided, nah, I'm not keeping this. 
I'm I'm going to I I I meant to order the Food Fight documentary from 2009. Sure. And Amazon sent me the wrong one, so I went to Amazon. I was like, no, this was an accidental order. I didn't mean to order this. Amazon says that's okay. You're a great customer. You just keep that, and we'll go ahead and refund your money anyway. So I've got this albatross of Food Fight. That's going to be like, I'm, I don't know what to do with it. It's the monkey's paw. Right, exactly. Yeah. We're I, not even putting it on the shelf back no, there. No, because no, no. That is too much bad this juju. Is like, this is the tiki idol from the Brady Bunch episode. Like, yeah. this is bad, bad luck. And yeah. if we ever meet you in public and we hand you a copy of this, we're sorry. Yeah. But it may happen. But you're going to find a spider crawling in your bed later. Yeah. 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 Maybe it, maybe we can send it out as a prize. Yeah. Greg is definitely going to hit his head while surfing. <laughs> <laughs> we can all sign it. And send it out. But yeah, I, I just love that Amazon did not want it back. Yeah, they were like, nah, no, not really. You nah, just, you just it. hang on to that. Yeah, just, just yeah, and we'll, ju- we'll just go ahead and give you your money back. Just, I wonder <laughs> if they're just sick of having them ship back to. They them. probably had a lot come back. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Or they were having the same curse that I now have, which is basically, nope, out of our hands. It's not coming back <laughs> yeah. to the warehouse. Suddenly, Amazon stock. Went we through. lost forty people that week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> forty people. Never again. <laughs> Never again. How do the brakes fail in a forklift and just run through everyone? <laughs> there uh, were all the warehouse workers no were impaled on the two. <laughs> <laughs> just one after another. <laughs> Food fight, just <laughs> making <laughs> everyone suffer. Oh, yeah. Worker kebabs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a little sign on the on the on the wall. It has been three days yeah. since food fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no more accidents. Never forget. All right. So last one here. Mission accomplished. Last one here is from Ben. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Said uh, the title of this is coming soon. Maratsukuji hmm. Joki, Legend of the Joe Piscopover Fiend. Piscopover <laughs> <laughs> Fiend. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Way to way to go around the block for that one, Ben. But it paid off. Anyway, he says, Dear Fiendish Movie Baddies, uh-huh. I watched the documentary Papatopoulos this week, and I hope you guys have gotten a chance to see it as well. If not, then you're missing out on a pretty awesome look at how to both quickly make bad movies and get blonde women to show off their fake titties. Mm. It chronicles Jim Wynorski's quest to make a Skinamax-bound flick in three days. The movie, The Witches of Breastwick, is too nice. atrocious for even the Banff cast, but this making of doc is fascinating and features interviews with both Roger Corman and Andy Sedaris, plus great commentary on Chopping Mall and Dinosaur Island and plenty of other Wynorski classics. Good stuff. Please stay strong during animation and power through the last two viewings. My suggestion for next week is to eat a bunch of acid, go to Dave and Buster's, and watch some kids play that bass fishing arcade game for 88 minutes. Couldn't be worse than Food Fight, and will probably have a more coherent plot. Plus, you could eat steak and drink Merlot while you watch. Thanks, Ooh. Ben. Yeah. Merlot. 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 Nobody drinks yeah, Merlot. Yeah, Papatopoulos is, is sad. It's, I mean, it's a Aww. fascinating documentary, but it, it's sad because it's, it's, while it professes to be a documentary about the making of this shitty movie, it's more about how a guy who once made sort of, I don't want to say great B movies, but made B movies with some substance to them is now making garbage mm-hmm. and doesn't care, is just like surviving. He's, he's just on autopilot and surviving. Mm. doing it um 
it, it, it's I mean, it's a tragic documentary. No one dies in it or anything. Nothing really tragic happens, but it's it's almost like a low budget. Uh, whatever Nothing that, tragic happens, but it's tragic. Yeah. Nothing. You know, crew members don't die or go missing or get <laughs> limbs severed. This, or this is behind the music. The, the documentary is. Well, it's kind of like a, a low budget version of that uh, Terry Gilliam documentary where his movie fell apart. Oh, Lost oh, in the Monk. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like that where it's just you just feel horrible for everyone involved. Yeah. So, but there is some great behind the scenes stuff with his older stuff and like you said the interviews and and stuff like that are are really great. It it's short, it's like 70 minutes. It's on Netflix, mm-hmm. so there's boobs in it. Hey. hey. <laughs> I'll watch it at work. You can see exactly how disgustingly unsexy a sex scene is in that kind of movie where just big Jim Wynorski is right there like just just right there while two people are going at it like okay now do this it's just yeah. like ew get away from me all right all right <laughs> <laughs> sounds good should we do some contact information and get out of here nothing else left on the docket well before we do that uh oh okay see, something on the docket if you're oh, in the Jacksonville we, area oh yeah got a reminder Fast and Furious 6 as of this release will be tomorrow at 1pm Saturday May 25th or if you're watching the live stream, still Saturday, May 25th. Tinseltown, yeah. <laughs> May 25th. I think we got, I think we're up to like 14 people going. Whoa. So Holy balls. Yeah, we will take over a section of the theater and then take over a mellow mushroom section or something afterwards. Yeah. So. Remember, if you take a plane and you have a ticket, we will reward you with a big box of VHS porn. Yes. 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 We Show us your airline ticket. Back on the plane. It'll but, cost hey. you $3,500 to carry it on as a piece of luggage. But, you know. Yeah. That. We could probably find a tote bag or something. Sure. Yeah. Tote's, it all yeah. totes tote bag. <laughs> we'll make a BMF we'll make a personal bag. promise. Yeah. Sure. Food fight will not be in it. Maybe. Well. It might be at the bottom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I might porn, put it inside porn, one porn, of the boxes. Porn, porn, Just take porn, out the tape that's in there. Oh, food fight. <laughs> well, do we know that all the power is contained within the disc itself? It could be the cover, too. It could be a combination. No, I'm putting the whole thing in. Oh, okay. Those oversized uh, boxes will gotcha. hold the DVD. Oh, okay, cool. Ask me how I know. Uh, well, <laughs> how do you know, Chuck? <laughs> Are you hiding oh, shitty movies man. in your porn? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ashamed of my terrible movie collection, like Food Fight. So I'm going to hide, so it, hide it in porn. So I was hiding it in Ass Blaster 16. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hid it in, yeah, I hit it in titty, Rackham. Titty Bang Bang 3. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, there goes our PG rating. <laughs> comedy week. Yeah, comedy comedy. Week. So, all right. Contact info, BJ. Let's do it. Mm. Let's crank it out. All right. Send us some emails uh, to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check out the website, which is, incidentally, bmfcast.com. Find us on all the social media crap at facebook.com, twitter.com, or youtube.com slash bmfcast. Find our new and slightly abandoned Tumblr at bmfcast.tumblr.com. <laughs> Didn't take long for you to abandon that, did it? <laughs> fucking busy, damn it. Doctor Who? <laughs> did well, you have not have space time to do it? No, I don't. I don't have... Space time. Yeah, I have I have to concentrate on one thing sure, at a time. Sure, sure. If you're on the go, you can listen to us with Stitcher, which is a mobile app for all of your relevant devices. It streams <laughs> our assholery directly into your face. Oh, no. Which is my favorite sentence of the no. week now. <laughs> uh, check us out using iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends. Subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars. Glowing reviews. That's how we like it. And thank you for all the new reviews. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. I've read them all. appreciate it. You people rule. Yeah, they, yeah, they really do. Um, and finally, 
our orange little friend sitting on the table here. If you are watching the live stream, you can see it. If not, he's there. He's there. <laughs> Give us a ring. Call us up on the Banffcast hotline, the Garfield phone, 910-556-9263, 910-5JOCKS-BMF. Okay. He's lonely and waiting. Mm-hmm. Operators are standing by. Only nine ninety nine a minute. Must have parents' permission to call. Nope. None of that stuff applies. Don't ask your parents. Just call. Yeah. Yeah. What do they care? Nine ninety nine a minute is actually how much it costs. Have your credit cards ready. Take Visa, Mastercard, American Express, yeah, and just, Diners Club. Just or read, your parents read them off onto card. the message. You know, that's yeah. Um, just read out the numbers. Yeah. Right. We'll type we don't in. take Discover. Though. Yeah, we will need the little <laughs> code on the back and all that okay. stuff. Anyway, uh, I think I'll do it. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast <laughs> out. Comedy. Detroit. <laughs>